0: What's going on, everybody? You've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co.
1: I am the sports card cartel getting into the festive spirit alongside the Toronto Maple Leafs. Nobody's talking about the Maple Leafs because we're all terrified, by the way. And uh, Coach Co., that was pretty good. But sports card dad did it better.
0: Yeah, you think so?
1: you you you've had your introduction co-opted, man.
0: Well, I mean, the fact that it's um it's like our thing. I think we made it, you know? I think we I think so, man. <laughs>
1: once once it's out there like that. Hello uh, everybody. Yeah. It, big it's, deal. Uh,
0: it's probably better than uh, uh hello sports card investors, you know?
1: You got but, it perfect too. It was like every buddy. Uh, or I'd what it, was it? Every buddy yes i don't know the cartel's not good at it but no,
0: i think it's i think it's uh too i mean you're asking me like after the fact so it's, it's tough to to explain right. what ha- what happens naturally
1: that's right but you manage to do it when you're on the spot that's what's important that's the only thing that matters at the end of the day it sure is at the end of the day we should get to chatting about some of the important things in the hobby right now some of the things that have been coming up in the last little while and also do a little bit of housekeeping we were so excited having the crucial conversations in our last episode. By the way, I suppose we should be welcoming uh, a slew of new followers. Thank you so much. We appreciate it very much. We hope we're worth your time.
0: Welcome, uh, the
1: one thing the cartel forgot the last episode, Brendan, was what?
0: You wanted to go on a rant about SGC, which I'm actually, <laughs> I mean, you've yet to give me any details about this, so... I know I'm keeping it. <laughs> I'm keeping you in the dark as well. I know. I know. I, mean, I got nothing. Now. No, no preamble. I can't even get fired up with you. Um, right.
1: Which is cool. You're experiencing it in real time. Guys, SGC, as we've learned over the course of, I think it took us six podcasts to learn that it was sports card guarantee corporation, this company that I've been working, that I've, that, oh, whoa, that I've been, that I've been utilizing for whoa. several years going way back. Almost said I was working for them. That's crazy. The cartel works for no one, Brendan. Isn't that right?
0: Almost let uh, it slip.
1: Yeah, Freudian. Um, this is a company that came up, so to speak, in 2022, rising from the ashes of obscurity and disrespect into a new level of respect and prominence in the hobby, nominated for one of the, what is it? What is it? The big story or the big comeback by by Luca, Tiger, Braun. What, what, what was the category? I think it was biggest, like
0: the, the biggest, like the biggest moves or something. in Biggest story in the hobby. Yeah. Um, most handsome
1: president in the hobby. Is he the president or the COO? I don't know what that gentleman is. Good looking dude. Um, so SGC has made a lot of moves this past year. I've talked a lot, being the old man that I am. I've, been, I've talked a lot about the origins of SGC. Back when they had the one to one hundred scale and a vastly different uh, uh flip in their uh in their uh slab. I talked about um how well respected they were in the world of vintage. That's not that's not necessarily the case right now. They're much more expansive. Back in the day, it was very specific. A very, always a very well-respected company, fell off the radar a little bit, PSA took things over. What I wanted to talk about very quickly was the fact that uh, we've, uh, I, fe- I was featured in some content with our good friend, uh, Hit em High Sports Cards. I'm going to be putting some behind the scenes um, material on Sports Card Cartel, the IG feed, um, regarding his huge submission of Wayne Gretzky rookie cards and Bobby Orr tops rookie cards. Everyone that has seen this submission laid eyes on it, was lucky enough to be in store and checking it out in Toronto was blown away. And generally speaking, the response was, was fantastic. Everyone's really excited to see the results. He's going to be featuring those cards in his GOAT auction, um, which is going to be featured all over the place, by the way, you'll, you'll see it on Instagram guaranteed and, and possibly other outlets as well. But um, there were a couple people who decided to chime in with the usual junk that you see talking about, oh man, I would never use SGC, that's silly. Why aren't you using PSA? I, by the way, uses every company, much like myself, much like Brendan, who once famously submitted to HCA. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not going to let you get away with that. Bro. I
0: was one of the first to submit. To one of the
1: first. One of the first to submit yeah. with HCA. Yeah. Never say that we are not experimental or progressive. I, I wanted to.
0: I wanted to see what it was about. I wanted to see what AI technology was about. I wanted to see. I, spent, I sent in stuff specifically with like surface issues and print lines, and I was like, All right, Let's see what you do.
1: You were basically doing some investigative journalism to a degree. Yeah. And that's, that's great. We should all be doing that. And I'm never closed off. I can criticize the marketing of a company, like some of the new ones coming out, but I'm still open-minded, still willing to listen, still, will, still willing to take a look. Nonetheless, the answer here is very simple. A guy like him, high sports cards, a guy like the cartel, we think outside the box. We don't just trod down the beaten path. Never have. You never get any way that you never get anywhere that way. You could settle in for a little while, but you're gonna get burnt eventually. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find yourself off path and lost in the in the in the tundra. And the thing that Hinnam High Sports cards was noticing was just the volume starting to happen with SGC, the momentum that was starting to happen through their marketing, through their strategic alliances. Um so it was a no-brainer and and in consulting with the cartel I I was in full agreement Guys, the, the top slabs in the world in terms of sales are an SGC slabs. You cannot discount that. You can make any comment you want. Top three. What's the story? Say, say again?
0: Top three are all SGC.
1: The top three. Exactly. I point that out in that footage. And a few days later, what do you know? SGC pointed it out on their feed. Um, and and that that's, that's a reality. And um, again... The commentary regarding the value of PSA versus the others, I get it, legitimate, I understand, but here's my bold prediction. It's going to change a little bit in 2023. Who's using SGC right now? A lot of people that are using SGC right now are generally new to the hobby. They're not flippers, they're not influencers, and they're not the highest top percentage of of the money that's floating around, both in the industry and the hobby. And that was the reality for PSA in 2020. That's exactly who was using. It. That's exactly why PSA exploded like it did. It wasn't. It wasn't the OGs. It wasn't. And, I, and I'm not criticizing people for being new to the hobby. There's new people every day, but it's that same group of people, and it's that same group of people that accepted. The market value and accepted the fact that the words, the letters PSA were becoming synonymous with grading the same way Kleenex was becoming synonymous with, with tissue paper. But the tide is turning. A company like Beckett, which we'll be discussing in a second, Brendan, is starting to feel the heat. A company like SGC is starting to gain momentum, and a company like PSA is, is what it is. It's kind of stagnating in its top spot. I'm not sitting here predicting that SGC is going to overtake PSA in value. That's not that's not going to happen, perhaps ever. But I'm talking about that the degrees. I'm talking about discounting the 9.5 grade, the mint plus grade in SGC and how powerful that is and how pe- people are starting to recognize things in terms of the grading steps. And where a card could fall in when they have options. Well, the ten, real...
0: the 10 and the gold label, you know what I mean? That gives you a, a, an, an, another option in terms of like the upper echelon.
1: You know what? That's gravy. That's the you know? bonus. 100%. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's the type of gravy you don't yeah. get from PSA and that's fine. Yeah. And that's definitely another addition to everything I just spoke about. Yeah. And that is why I think we're going to be seeing some, some, some differences in value. Folks, just on the ground level, I'm here to tell you there's a lot of volume going out to SGC and they're handling it. They're doing a really great job with it. You're going to see more and more of the slabs. You may have spent a portion of 2022 disregarding them. You may now be noticing them more and more. Okay. The flippers that are flipping the high end PSA cards back and forth are not on the ground level, man. You don't see what people are purchasing. I'm keeping a close eye on that lately, particularly towards the end of this year. I'm watching people disregard in some cases is it csg is it sgc as long as the card is nice as long as the card in that case is a is an impressive autograph rookie card and is you know somewhat guaranteed as subjectively as possible all these grading companies and we'll get to that in a second you know if it's in if it's in a high grade they're looking less and less at what that company is not everyone is on instagram not everyone's on facebook and not everyone is collecting the way we collect not everyone is flipping not everyone's investing. There are people that like to buy slabs and have them. They're not then going on Instagram a week later and trying to sell the card. I will say I'm interested in that market. You may not be. I think smart businesses are interested in that market. I will, and that's my little rant on SGC. I'm predicting huge things in 2023.
0: I will say that uh, one of the things I found interesting about Josh's submission is that. Uh, I mean, much to what you alluded to at the beginning, the entire submission was Gretzky's and, or, I mean, there was more, uh, there was other stuff too, but it was mainly hockey. Brandon, there was some and stuff you, in there. No, it's no, for, blow your mind. For there sure. Was I mean, I, I, he, he, he posted a sneak peek, so I don't, I won't be mind blown, but I might be mind blown. I don't know. I There's grades. more you didn't see. There's really? more you didn't see. Um, okay. But uh, like, like I was saying, I mean, the fact that it was hockey and um, I mean, if you look at, Yes. Some of the weakest comps for SGC are yeah. hockey comps. Great point. Uh, and we know, you and I, we talk about this a lot, that hockey card collectors are, I, you know, I like to call us stubborn um, to a certain degree. We, we like what we like and we don't really deviate. And and there's a lot of positives to that. Um, I.E., I mean, look what our, our market did versus the other markets. I mean, we didn't have the same run-ups. We had run-ups, not the same. There was not as much volatility as a result of that, um, uh, you know. It's almost like hockey is gate kept in a way, you know, on 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 theme with people using the term gatekeeping. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to. Um, So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with SGC and hockey specifically. I think because. I, th- I think that's where SCC has the most room for improvement in terms of like price point right now. Um, you know, I've, I've been tracking SCC 9.5s of like Austin Matthews Young Guns and obviously his, his market is down as a whole. But I mean, like a 9.5 is almost at the same price as a raw, which is kind of crazy uh, in my opinion. Um, and it's you know, it's almost like that for Kale McCarr and Kirill Kaprasov. And so you don't see it very much of a bump for a card with a with a, a mint grade you know mint plus grade um and and i think that's a little foolish quite frankly um, yeah. so, and so that being said he is grading a bunch of vintage with sgc as well so i mean o in an sgc slab it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like a bobby Orr in an sgc slab i mean that's going to be interesting as well we talk about the the pedigree with sgc and and, and vintage grading um so Regardless, I like the move. I like um I like anyone who who goes against the green. I like anyone who tries new things. Um, you know, and especially trying new things with cards of this caliber is is a, a ballsy move. I fucking love that.
1: I would say we, and when I say we, I mean the hockey market, which we are a part of, yep, is probably holding strongest stubbornly, like you mentioned, to Beckett. We've we've discussed that before. they they etched out a spot in the Canadian landscape by attending the expo so consistently and offering rock card review grading. <clears throat> we, we tend to uh stick to Beckett. I think more strongly than uh, I, basketball. I, I notice also has a strong connection. I think base, Maybe,
0: baseball, a, like Bowman first, I think Bowman first and like hockey are what it like, keeps Beckett. Yeah, You, right you see that. You, you see know? that
1: when you search them. Yeah. Um, But like you said, yeah, there's not a strong representation of hockey when it comes to SEC. I will tell you this. uh, During the height of the Jason Robertson mania early in December, and this auction looks legit. I did some due diligence here. I looked at the bid history. I looked at the percentage of bidding that the winning bidder did with the seller. Uh, Nothing is set in stone. Uh, We we know that in this hobby, people get really creative with being fraudulent. Um, That exists, unfortunately. It's part of what we do. Um, it's part of what we see every day, but it looks legitimate to me. And in 42 bids, we saw a sale of, of slightly over $2,000 for Robertson future watch, not in a 10, in a 9.5 mint plus SGC with a 10 autograph. You, you, you got, I love that label, right? I'm sure you do too, Brendan. I love seeing that 10 autograph alongside the grade of the card. They only put it there. If the grade is 10, that's always been the case. They never changed it. They didn't make an announcement like Beckett that wanted to change what they're usually doing. Around that time, the card in a raw grade, we saw a buy it now, again, who knows if it's legitimate or not, December 2nd, for $1,400. I wanna see if I can give you anything anything else here. I believe the PSA 10 that sold shortly after that was not much more than the SGC 9.5. Now, a card like that, it's also availability. If the SGC 9.5 is the only one available, Obviously, we'll draw more bids, but this is just a great example that some big cards. I have that same card in an SGC 9.510 auto that I got back a couple weeks ago. There's a respect. We're seeing it. It's happening. My prediction is it's going to grow um, over the next little while. Um, Let's loop on back to Beckett. And uh, maybe you want to slide us into the the Beckett situation before I slide into their DMs again.
0: I mean, uh, I saw you going back and forth with them on their feed. That's funny.
1: Yeah, they gave me they gave me the classic line, like when you leave a negative feedback on Google, and the uh, the you know the the owner or the operator is like, "I'd really love to discuss this with you. Would yeah, you
0: really what exactly. what's gonna come of that, or but, what what's changed from the seven times I've messaged you right. already, and you just never got back to me?"
1: Right, right,
0: right. So in in relation to what uh, cartel was talking about in terms of Beckett. There is, uh, they're actually being sued. So Beckett is being sued um, by Alt. Everybody's being sued. Two companies that, uh, can I say they're both struggling? Is that like fair to say, you know? Sure. Um, so two companies that are, you know, struggling in the space right now are uh, in a, a suit together. Alt is suing Beckett because they purchased a Topps Chrome. So 2009, 2010 Topps Chrome, Steph Curry Gold, number to fifty. BGS 95 True Gem. Uh, They purchased this card for, I believe, 158,000, something between 150 and 180,000. So, big chunk of change. Uh, We know that Alt is infamous for buying big cards at peak. (laughs) So, I I assume that they probably bought this one at peak as well. Um, But that's not why they're suing Beckett. They're suing Beckett because they cracked the card out. So they've admitted to cracking this card out and then sent that card to PSA where PSA told them that in their opinion, this card had been trimmed. Um, very disappointed. Alt decided to send the card back to Beckett uh, in which Beckett told them that the card had been trimmed. So two different companies um, told them the same thing uh, the card start off as a 9-5, ends up as an altered or a raw card now. And uh, Alt is seeking some sort of retribution because they said they never would have purchased that card if it hadn't been graded. and and Or at the very least, hadn't purchased that card for what they paid for it. Um, they bought a card that's a 9-5, or they thought was. Um, and obviously... I don't know how long after they decided that they were going to crack it and attempt to perhaps increase the value of said card. Um, but they are down big on this one. And they're 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 trying to grasp at straws to grab something. Um so I think, I mean, there's a few things to talk about here. Number one, I don't know if they recorded the cracking process. If they didn't, I think they're shit out of luck. I think if you didn't record your cracking process, you're shit out of luck. Quite frankly, I think even if you did record your cracking process, you still might be shit out of luck. Um, Especially because Beckett does not guarantee. There's no guarantee. There's no Beckett guarantee. So there is, they are one of the few companies. Actually, it's not one of the few companies, but they are one of the biggest companies and they do not offer a guarantee for any of the cards or card or card or sorry, any of the grades or cards encased in Beckett's labs. So, um, you know, one of the reasons why PSA commands the prices that they do is because some of these people with, you know, seven and eight figure bankrolls, when you're buying a card for six or seven figures, I mean, you want to, you want some sort of guarantee. You want to know that this isn't fake. And if it is fake and it comes out to be fake five years later, because you post about it in your Christmas tree story, and someone manages to see a flaw or some sort of imperfection on that card. That if, if it gets dealt with that, uh, there's some sort of compensation. Um, how do you feel about this whole situation?
1: Well, essentially it's this it's the search for accountability, right? Yeah. If there are no guarantees. Like what are we doing here? But then existentially, philosophically, elementally, what is a guarantee? how do you ensure the guarantee in this wacky wild collectibles hobby where, you know, cards are altered. um, Cards come out of the printing press different, differently than one another. How's that for a, a mind melter for you beyond, you know, the, the introduction of what happens when a card is in the market, right? How about before it even reaches, you know, before it even is released from a pack? Yeah. Alt began alongside the boom in this hobby. The founder, uh, I believe his name is Lior Avidar, made one of the biggest purchases early on. I think it was like right before the mantle purchase by Rob G, but he paid around uh, $2 million for the LeBron card. Is that the card we're about to discuss a bit later on?
0: I, I believe it is.
1: I believe it's the same one, right? I believe it is. A lot of similar personalities got into this hobby around that time. Uh, one of them that we know ended up being the head of PSA and this, this one in particular, Lior decided to start alt. Um, And you Google Alt and you start reading about, you know, $40 million funding rounds. You start reading about big money and big aspirations. Um, There's a guy I know. His name's Patrick (laughs) Bryan. He talked a lot about these companies getting started at the peak. And when you get anything going at the peak, taking a risk. Seems real great and saucy and juicy at the time, doesn't it?
0: Well, I mean, that's why you're starting it. You're starting it because you see an area of opportunity. You see an influx of cash. You see, yeah, right? absolutely, like, a- area of opportunity. dollar signs, area of opportunity, yeah.
1: and not a lot of long term thinking. Yeah, which look, it's just my, it's just one cartel's opinion. When I say that, you know, there was enough strange stuff going on in society around that time, and there still is that the risk would be quite apparent. Um, it wasn't just like, "Hey, the economy's great and the, the world's booming." That was not that situation at all.
0: People are um, getting PPP loans I mean, for nothing.
1: I mean, you already alluded to it, right? I mean, they're not they're not doing well at this point. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of hanky panky going on early on too about the information of their customer base uh, being exposed. Um, the 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 wonky evaluations we discussed evaluations last show as well yep. these wonky evaluations quote unquote by experts quote unquote everything's quote unquote with with these companies we don't want to get sued uh, now um, funny enough um, I see people jumping all over alt uh, which they're used to doing again with these stories that have come out people jump on them and they're jumping on them on this one as well that has the cartel a little irritated. Uh, Not because you're jumping on alt. That's cool. Go for it. But why are we also not jumping on Beckett grading services? Um, They've got a history of grading trimmed cards. You've got to, you have to, to this day. We have seen it
0: firsthand.
1: And you've got to, you've got a. you have to consult a database to make sure you're buying a good Connor McDavid future watch card. Give me a break. Not enough people know this, or maybe they just don't care. You would think I would care, right? We've t- I'm the ultimate person to be delivering these takes because I have so much wrapped up in Beckett grading. So you're not going to come at me and tell so me I'm playing I. So favorites.
0: I. I've got a good chunk in Beckett too. So my biggest cards are Beckett slaps, you know? So the so cardboard
1: coaches, like, you're not going to come at the cardboard coaches yeah. and tell us we're playing favorites. Yeah, I'm not like a 100%. PSA
0: simp or, uh, you know, like I, I mean, like, I said, like it's it just, it's so, a real conversation here. Like,
1: so here's, so here's the reality. Okay. There's a big criticism of the concept. It's so funny. It, when everyone else was doing it, it was totally cool. When me and James making memes about it. People are like, yeah, oh, it's awesome, man. Go for a King. I'm totally making this up using the stupid slang from these days, but do your thing, crack your slabs, go for the higher grade. Everything was cool, but then alt does it. And I get it. I get the, uh, the willingness to jump on alt i'm there with you but all of a sudden alt does it and
0: oh man these people are greedy oh oh you're, you're cracking a one hundred and eighty thousand dollars slab though. brother that's <laughs> been that's been going on
1: people been enterprising i'm not going to criticize people for making these plays and by the way i'm not going to feel any sympathy for them if something well, that, goes wrong
0: i agree with you I so that's, that's kind, kind that of where i stand that's kind of where i stand i don't i mean listen you I, try to you try to make your money as long as you don't fuck with anybody else. I don't That's really it. That's what I'm you know? now. Now, of Like, course, I'm now. also here's not that. here crying with you. Like, yes. you know, like it's, here's the problem. There's crying going yeah. on and there's
1: a lawsuit. Yeah. By the way, litigiousness is just off the charts. Oh, man. It's crazy. Okay? Um, just go to sports card radio. No need to rehash here. Sports card radio on YouTube. Go for it. Um, but big, but here, um, it's gotten to the point we're not a huge platform, the cartel, and here, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I, I almost feel like he's talking to me when Sports Card Radio, when when the when one of the boys at Sports Card Radio, talks about how the pushback content doesn't push hard enough. Cardboard coaches, we're, we're, we we were pushback content. We still are, but we always bit our tongue a little bit. And he explains really well why that is. To this day, okay, I don't want to have someone in my life threatening me. Um, with their high powered lawyers that, that's what the the crux of it is is the threat right this is why sports card radio apparently is presenting it like he's not sweating any of it because he has the resources to deal with it likely these lawsuits filed against him will be withdrawn nobody wants to get to the point where their books have to get opened or their their um messages has or, yeah
0: yeah exactly. you agree with me yeah emails uh, i mean at, once you go through discovery i mean everything's fair game yeah. right like so so what they're trying to do is is scare and
1: intimidate and that will work against smaller platforms 100 percent, that will work you know um so i'm not going to name names there's a video out on youtube of a very prominent influencer visiting the beckett booth at a show And getting cards that are in the video being described as ungradable for whatever reason by PSA, one of them is literally a suspicion of alteration. So everything I'm saying right now is fact, reflected in a video posted by this individual. So I'm pretty sure I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And so far, so good. And Beckett grades those two cards, Beckett 9.5. They are shown on video. They're displayed and shown. I am not creating anything here.
0: And we've seen we've so, seen one of them firsthand. We know who we had
1: one in Toronto. Yes. Okay. So yes. now, uh done. I'm done with that. Done I'm not finished. going any deeper than that. No. So we know what we know about Beckett. I believe Alt. I believe them. Now, regardless whether I believe them or not, like you mentioned, they was there. A, by the way, we don't know this. We don't know what's in the court filing. No, no idea. Was there a video? Maybe there was. Maybe there's evidence of here's this card we bought. It's in a slab that is supposedly what I don't know what they're gonna claim that it was guaranteed by Beckett. We but opened even, it.
0: Even if you show a video of you opening that slab, you would then have to prove that there was zero time spent between you putting that into like a card saver one and then shipping it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like for all we know, a fly crapped on the card. During it, it, it exchange, just, right, it is that what we're so, saying? It would be That's I don't fine. know, it, it's just very hard to. Like, yeah, you showed me, even you click, you opening it from the slab, you cracking yeah, it out, no. but like how long, like what happens after that? Do you know what I mean? Right. Is it just, I'm just, is it just I'm just to, joking around. That, no, no, I know. I know. But Too I'm almost also saying that like, how do you prove that something like this? Do you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Like how, so, you know, just for the sake of our listeners and, and viewers that may still be a little confused about this cracking concept, they then send it to PSA. Now, why are they sending it to another grading company? Um, is it because PSA is better? and more respected, and has better authenticators? Uh, I'm not going to say that. I don't know that. However, what we do know, and all you, all you need to do is crack open your eBay or your or your 130 point, is that the PSA card goes for more than the BGS 9.5 card. It's reality. So they they thought to themselves, this card, I would hope this was what they did. This card looks so good. The subgrades, are, I'm assuming the subgrades were solid. It was I don't true, know.
0: It was a true gem.
1: True gem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a really great example. We feel it has a shot at a PSA 10. Okay. Uh, Would have been really interesting. If it got a PSA nine, would they have whined and complained? Maybe. But anyways, the point is they didn't even get to that point because PSA indicated that the card had been altered. And in fact, when they came back to Beckett with it, Beckett confirmed it had been altered. Yes. Yes. Which again, look, of course, they're gonna say that after PSA says yeah. that, right? But, and the, then but my course, question is:
0: Did they? Did they know? Did did Beckett know? Is like did PSA? PSA didn't talk to Beckett and say, "Hey, I, you, I have you, a great, you, great question." Or, yeah, uh, that I
1: haven't seen asked. Who yeah. graded it originally? Are, are you gonna tell me that's irrelevant? Because I mean, think it's at, at Beckett. Yep. Who graded it originally?
0: Who there should, there should be a record of who grades cards of it? course there is there
1: should, there i'm just throwing be. that out there look yeah. i'm just being i'm being investigative i'm, yeah, not, no, no, no. I'm not implying anything yeah. ladies and gentlemen yeah throwing it out there now also to our viewers and listeners this concept of crossing over okay um i've seen people send in slabs okay let's just make it very clear i've always recommended that the best way to do things is the way it sounds Alt attempted to do it Yeah. because when you send something in another slab you are indicating this has been graded by another competing company i don't know why anyone believes that psa is going to want to give the credence Bump or the up. value to that other you know? company by agreeing <laughs> yeah. with them or yeah. giving it a better grade a better don't grade. be silly yeah also don't be silly about the fact that there's two layers of plastic in, in a beckett slab how are you gonna what are you gonna grab a a uh a, a, you know, a magnifying glass and try to get through two pieces of plastic, many of which are scratchy. Many of which have you know a pube here and there. Like, what do you you know? You got to crack it. So all cracked it, right? So people might say, why didn't they just send it in the Beckett case? I yeah. just explained that. I don't to
0: think you. I don't think you get um, very far. What's that? So I don't think you'll get very far sending it in the case.
1: Yeah. to be honest. Yeah, no, and you know that I I I made the boneheaded move a few years ago of sending RCR cards to PSA. What like what a silly Billy? Yeah. That the cartel was—he was such a silly billy in his young age. Um, so look, I, I'm I'm sitting here saying I believe Beckett screwed this up. I believe I, the cartel's opinion. I could be wrong. Car- the, the Beckett screwed this up, and they would have gotten away with it the same way. BBCE would have gotten away with a sealed case of Pokemon till the end of time. Yeah, had someone not decided to open that case had someone not decided to crack the slab welcome to reality sorry to get intense there but that is reality is this is this a what's in the box episode part two absolutely this is (laughs) we are in the middle of, of the seven of the hobby what's in the box and there's all sorts of sins being on display here from all these different companies all these players yes there's the sin of greed from all but there is the sin of what are some of the sins brendan
0: uh, that gluttony. Beckett is displaying here. I was like, I mean, gluttony. No, um, I what well, I don't know what the sins are. There was, is the sin of gluttony. I don't know. If it, I don't know if Beckett's cheating on their wife here. You know, is it's there the not he, a sin you know. of putting
1: yourself on a higher value or a higher level than you should be? Because that's, that's what Beckett is doing. I would have had a really fantastic bombastic, like seven thing with the sins. And I screwed it up just by not knowing what this, the, the sins are. I, mean,
0: I don't blame you for not knowing,
1: but nonetheless, um, look that's what happened here there was a conflagration of uh of all of these horrible moves by people but again i'm less about um getting on alt for being greedy because we're we've all been there we all sit there should i cross this over yeah yeah, Come yeah of on. course of course don't pretend like you guys are not having these private conversations we are not even private i mean they're just conversations yeah um So, yeah, I think think Beckett did screw up. They're covering their tracks right now. There is a video on YouTube right now displaying what Beckett does with cards that have been deemed to be altered by PSA, period, period. Um, That's it. I don't know what else to say. Um, I mean, I will also
0: say that PSA is notorious for sending cards back as well. You know? Um, we, we, I mean, we especially we, we talked about this in a lot, like last episode yeah. as well, like PSA's we determined been, that if anything, are they, they're, they're falling on the side of being too, they're definitely being very cautious they're... with anything that they grade. Right. So like, it's entirely possible that this card might just be fine. And PSA is scared to grade it, you know, like, and maybe it is a little short and I, it, it, we're in a very interesting vortex right now, you know, or, yes. Like, yes. where like where, up is down and down is up and and you don't really know which way is north, right. Uh um, You know, like grades in, or cards in in greater or in in holders might might be altered or might not be that grade. You send it to a company and they might send it back as altered. You send it to another one and they say it's recolored or another one. You know, like it, there's there's so many things happening right now. And I think all of this is because we're like, we're looking for solid ground, right? We're ultimately the hobby in general is looking for solid ground. So desperately because we had this influx of people and companies and money to the space interest in the space. And we're trying to figure out, you know, how much of that stays and what this looks like moving forward without constant hype from some of the hype beasts of social media, you know? So it's, um, I mean, we're probably gonna see more and more of this in so many other facets of the hobby. Hey, listen,
1: correct me if I'm wrong. Does this not at least, I mean, I'm not thrilled with the way, the, the direction, the direction of the conversation, but it's starting some, some conversations in the hobby that are important. Um, It's interesting. I found it really interesting the way things have swung with certain conversations uh, because an actor, quote unquote, a vehicle like Alt is involved in this, which already was kind of uh, not running around with the greatest reputation in the world, you know, that all of a sudden there was this bounce back where people like, well, you know, making a move like this is greedy. Making a move like that is not okay. Making a move like this is okay.
0: We're having the conversations. Well, I mean, last week we had conversations about auction houses, right? And like, there you I mean, go. There's a reason why they had to, like, they as in Golden had to turn off their comments when they when they made that 1.5 million dollar sale, and they had. to yeah, turn you know when, when
1: when you're when you're turning off comments, that's a big problem. When you're deleting to, comments, like the great curator, they had to turn uh, off you know,
0: the comments because people were having some serious dialogue and they were having some serious discussion, and I think. Uh, you know, if there's one massive positive, I mean, there's many positives in this hobby. I want to be honest with you. So anyone who's saying that there's all negative, then they're following the wrong shit. They're in here for the wrong reasons. But there are many positives, and I think one of the biggest ones is the fact that uh, dialogue is at an all-time high. Dialogue right. of of so many so many different areas and and um, you know, not nothing is safe. Nothing is, and I love that. I love that. I love that we're talking about you know, Bowman, uh, I don't know, different, like the Julio Rodriguez auto, I saw there was a conversation about that the other day with uh, our boy over at Rocky Mountain Baseball Cards. I think I got it right this time. And uh, he was talking about, you know, which rookie auto do you choose? Do you choose the top chrome? Do you choose the uh, Bowman chrome? Do you choose, uh, there was another variation as well, but he had explained why, you know, a certain... One was his favorite, but it was it well, was Brian's
1: content is
0: always top notch
1: and is 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 the most like hobby friendly content that there is because you're getting down to the nitty gritty. Sometimes we forget that.
0: Yeah, it's, but I, what it, I found interesting is is the fact the that him and majority of the people in the poll they opted for the the card that was you know not really deemed as the the go to rookie, and that's because of many factors including you know how the card looked. Yeah. And the heritage of even the photo that was taken of the card. So, like I said before, yeah, we've seen, I think
1: and we've seen that there was a brief period of time where Bowman Bowman Chrome Refractor rookie cards were falling into favor. I like seeing things like that. I like seeing homegrown organic um, development. And by the way, just to put it out there, in case someone throws it into the into our messages here, it was the it was the sin of pride that Beckett uh, has been experiencing, and you could argue the sin of gluttony as well. And it was the sin of greed. And now the sin of wrath coming from alt. Um, At the end of the day, there are some non-sinful things that go on in the hobby. It's Christmas. Everyone's talking about ripping on Christmas. I love that. Um, Saving up, you know, letting the conversation about tops, quality control, take a little bit of a backseat for a few days at least. Um, And just enjoying the cards, buying cards for their kids. Um, enjoying that ripping and and the experience and enjoying sports that way and enjoying if you're like marvel and pokemon enjoying those elements of the hobby and of of, course speaking of ripping the thrill of hitting the big cards
0: speaking of ripping and the thrill of hitting big cards we saw one of the i mean craziest cards ever pulled i mean like uh, if you look at you know, some of the most expensive cards out there. And I'm not going to put the logo man in there because that was not exciting to me whatsoever because honestly, that card has very little significance except for the fact that it was hype. Um, But if we're talking about like a card with some real value in the hobby, uh, it's iconic uh, or, or the player at least is iconic. This is his most notable card. We're talking about the box of... 2003 Exquisite Basketball that was ripped by two gentlemen in the hobby over the weekend. Um, I believe it was gifted to them over the holidays. And these boxes retail for, well, they don't retail anymore, but they, uh, the last sale, public sale, was $45,000. So it's a, box. It's a the, big time box. The box was 45000 that's, well, I don't know how much they paid for it, but that's how much the box costs. So okay. Yeah. Cause I don't, was, cause I'd like to know, but anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. $45,000. It's going to be around that. Right. Is if, the like, last you know, really? uh, known public sale. Um, and, and the reason being is because you can pull a LeBron James rookie patch autograph on card number to 99. Uh, there's also, I mean, there's Dwayne Wade in this rookie class. There's, there's uh, Carmelo. I mean, this is a uh, Bosch. It's a big rookie class. This is one of the most iconic rookie classes we've seen in a very long time. Um, and the LeBron James exquisite RPA has sold multiple times for, you know, 900,000 plus. Yeah. It was, um, uh you know,
1: like the founder of all yeah. purchased one of those at, at about 1.8 million.
0: And it's, uh, you know, it's an unbelievable card anyway. So in, in hopes of acquire or of, of pulling one of these cards, I mean, it's a very risky thing to open a box like this, but I guess if you're getting it as a gift, like you might as well go for it. Uh, these gentlemen pulled it these gentlemen pulled um like i said one of the biggest cards i think i've ever seen pulled um i mean obviously it wasn't in real time because i wasn't watching their live but i was watching it afterwards and my goodness was that patch gorgeous which led to a lot of people talking (laughs) about this patch not being real because the patch was so perfect in fact i think it was an s patch if i'm not mistaken um it sure looked like an S. s anyway
1: S for sin, the sin of jealousy. <laughs> Brendan, I think we got the, I think we got the name of this of this episode.
0: The,
1: the, the seven Christmas sins. That's
0: funny, man. That's funny. But seriously, though, I mean, can no one be happy for another individual? <laughs> you know, can no one just be like that? Is incredible. Like that is, I I know it's a forty five thousand dollar box. Not everyone has the opportunity to get this box for holidays or whatever. Like. However, you want to spin this thing. But ultimately, okay, someone lived the dream. Someone got an expensive box. And it wasn't like a like a Nat Turner somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and like no disrespect to Nat Turner. I'm sure he's a good guy. But like, if Nat Turner were to hit that card, I'd be significantly less happy, you know, than I was I would be if it was like two collectors. And Eh, I think that the breakers.
1: (laughs) we got to make an assumption that these guys play on a higher level than most. Let's for let's sure. First and foremost. Let's for not sure. make it seem. This isn't a Christmas miracle of a, of a, of someone down on. No, I way.
0: don't think so either. It's like I said, it's $45,000. So I'm not, right? I'm not naively but, saying that. like, hey, yeah, some, some people go? play on a higher level. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to
1: mention his name again or else again, yeah. I'm going to start feeling awkward, but you know, there are people out there like, Oh, let me dip into my stash of 2018 tops Chrome yeah. or, uh, you know, and then open it on their stories. And, oh, I, I, I hit an Acuna autograph. I'm just giving you an example, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people play on a higher level and it's amazing
0: seeing these, these look, but even I the people it, who play on the higher levels, okay. This is a million dollar card pulled. Do you know yeah. how many boxes I've seen? Of like yeah. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse product now, no disrespect to anyone who rips product like of, of okay. like ultra modern stuff, but like I mean you bought you rip, I mean, all uh, the um national treasures was selling for like twenty thousand dollars at one point, right? Remember that? Um, you cannot pull anything even remotely close to that exquisite,
1: yeah, or a you, player you that has done what
0: LeBron James has done over the course of his career. You, you need to be talking
1: about this eminence thing. Uh, the uh, mint ink is going to be ripping just, eminence case or something. Anyway, uh, I'm sure run, you want to talk
0: about run that. in the opposite direction, bro.
1: Okay, but okay. Well, listen, look, I, we're just talking about. I, now. Know, I'm, I not, know. I'm not going to that. I mean, that. they are
0: on card. They're run low number Run in the opposite
1: direction. What you think? I'm running towards it with no, money. I just, with what money? Very expensive <laughs> <I> mean, stuff. <laughs> but listen, the point is, look. Are, okay, if that's being streamed, Brendan, are you going to watch? Yeah. 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 You're going to watch that. Okay. This yeah. eminent soccer. And anyways, the point is like, it's, it's I mean, super exciting. The big hits are super exciting. There are some mind blowing life changing hits out there. We would much rather talk about that than, you know, the fact that some people approach this the same way as they approach gambling and they have serious issues somewhere in the middle is the cartel on a horrible run where I'm just not getting any pack luck. And, you know, and sometimes people have extraordinary pack luck and it's not surprising that that the, the way that I was introduced to what happened, my dms was that it was approached as if it was as if it were some kind of scam and that that it wasn't supposed to be it was it was supposed to be like the third the third card but it was the second card and it got all the way to uh carvel i call him i'm pretty sure his name is not carvel but i like to talk about carvel ice cream so carvel shows up with his juicy delicious ice cream and cake layers and and did his deliciousness and i believe confirms that you know he was involved in the packing of the product and people needed to relax um that's funny but and that says a lot about a portion of the hobby and how how we're acting right now but a lot of people were just like yo huge card unreal the concept of it sitting dormant in a pack just some quick anecdotes from the world of the cartel I moved some 2018 tops update. One of those boxes had a gold Shohei Otani. It It ended up grading a PSA nine. That's cool. It was sitting there. I don't even know if it made back the price of the box
0: would have been exciting in 2018. Um, I think it's interesting. uh, Like the fact that it was actually in the box. I think we talk, we talk a lot. We talk a lot about redemptions these days, right? Like that's a big topic of conversation. Redemptions. Yeah and yeah. some of the biggest players in the products not actually signing on on cards or sometimes the pro the actual card isn't in the product right i mean you pulled a pretty big card that was a redemption do you know what i mean so like the oh, you that- sneaky
1: devil you sneaky devil yeah i mean listen anyone following the sports card cartels feed got the update there i pulled a card listen the card that i got in return from upper deck which was a miracle itself i think upper deck really needs to be applauded for the way they handled it, but I'm talking about an Ovechkin dual rookie inspirations autograph alongside Ilya Kovalchuk, which I happen to pull from a pack that was sourced from a a, a, res- a resale product at Shoppers Drug Mart, and you know they made good on that redemption, but they made good in a way that was about one third of what that card probably is worth right now. Would I like to have had an Ovechkin autograph rookie card? Of course I would have, but the point Coach Co is making is a lot of these cards are done. You know that you're. They're not hanging around. They just don't exist anymore. You know, when, so. redempt- when redemptions expire, you got to factor that into the value and the cost of these boxes. Now, you know, there's, there are still some, is there a dormant Sydney Crosby cup card hanging out there and an unopened cup product? Does anybody track that? It could be that case could be um, someone sold a prism, a 2020, uh, 2020 prism football box. It was sold amongst friends here in Toronto. There wound up being a what is it a silver autograph of Justin Herbert? Look, it's it's super cool that there's these cards lying dormant in the product. They've not all been released to the public. You talk about Cup 99. How many of the 99 are available? You talk about the Stampco's Cup 99. How many does one individual own? Kind of got to factor that in. This is why when people come at you with comps for low numbered or in-demand cards, like even the LeBron, what are you going to use comps with the LeBron? You're going to put it up for auction and see how the cookie crumbles.
0: Right. Yeah. Speaking of seeing how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're going to talk about cookies. We've got, <laughs> no, we got a lot of crumbling happening. Not, I mean, what, if, good... what
1: if Coach Co like brought up a plate of cookies?
0: I actually did get a ton of cookies for office. For oh. Yeah, tons, tons. They're sitting on my kitchen counter right now. You get the but uh, we've got a lot of housekeeping to take care of. Um, I'm excited to announce, we're excited to announce yes. that we have uh, some upcoming fun conversations. The first one being uh, Luca Tiger, LeBron. It's going to be fun. The partnership you guys have, I guess it's not partnership, but the conversation we've all been waiting for.
1: That, that's going to be us going over there. We're going to someone yeah. else's house.
0: Yeah. Cartel's been talking about this for a while. So he helped facilitate this puppy. And Yeah. The, uh, the, the
1: word would be relationship, not an association, but the burgeoning relationship between myself and, and Andrew. Um I'm glad
0: you, you guys finally came up. So we're going
1: over there. We're going to someone's house for a sleepover. Yeah. Is there going to be a sleepover?
0: I don't know about Maybe. that. And then uh, we've got the sports car dad who, uh, kindly shouted us out the other day he's going to be tuning in to our next podcast so you got something to look forward to on that front um i like how you said
1: finally shouted us out like the, the, this guy should have been shouting us out man. <laughs> yeah i'm
0: sorry well there you go i think, you think what, you, all, meant was, you, I, I think what you meant was i think what you meant was
1: it was a it was a pleasant um surprise um i've, I've i watched some of sports Car dad's material early during a lockdown when i i think he was very early on the scene like it was like sports card investor, sports card dad. Um, I was watching a lot of mainstream material that these guys have huge followings. It's very exciting. Uh, hopefully he learns a little bit about the coaches and we learn a little bit about the dad.
0: I'm excited. That's That's I'm what excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And uh, last but not least, your boys finally have an Instagram page. It's yeah. going to be linked below. It's uh, cardboard period coaches. Very simple. All you gotta do is look for the cardboard coaches logo and you'll know. It's there you has. go. And uh, we are going to continue to share some of our takes and some of the clips from, you know, conversations hot we takes. have on here and, uh, and, uh, and otherwise. And Guys, uh, hot th- takes, hot takes and thick cakes. I think that's a better title than what we were going to put. You got it. Team. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the cardboard coaches. As always, please feel free to like share Send us a message. Leave a comment. Let's get this conversation going. You know, we love dialogue. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And please enjoy the rest of your holiday season, everybody. Cardboard coaches are out.